Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend JFK Mensah, a seasoned Bible teacher with over 40 years of ministry experience. He is a pastor, a church planter, a missionary, and an international conference speaker. He is passionate about making Christ-like disciples worldwide. JFK Mensah is the General Overseer of Great Commission Church International. May you be transformed as you listen to the Word of God. I once read a story which never left me alone. A young man in primary school went to school and they were searching for somebody to paint who looks like Jesus. And they looked through all the children in the whole school and they found one boy. He looked so much like Jesus. His face, you know, his demeanor and so the painter put him against a screen and painted him because that was the closest picture of Jesus he has ever found in life. Then the boy left school and joined a band of armed robbers. So those who were looking at the picture of Jesus they said, ah, we see Jesus, but you should give us a picture of Satan. And the man said, ah, where can I find Satan and, and, and paint him? And he took a bag of money, was just looking for somebody who looks like Satan. And some people told him that, yes, there are some armed robbers. You go there. You will see some people who are like that. So finally he found a team of armed robbers. And they wanted to jump on him. He said, look, this is money. I know all you want is money. This is money. I've come here to give money so that I can paint somebody. And then he looked at them and he saw the gang leader. After many years of being an armed robber, his ear was torn, part of his nose was fired, and there were scars of knife and things on his chest and his whole face and the way he wore his hair. You know that when you leave that person, you won't find anybody closer to Satan. So he said, the captain should sit down. He wanted to just paint him. When he finished the painting, he gave them the money. He said, this is all the money. It's all for you. So they asked him, so what are you going to do with this picture? Then he told them the story. 
that many years ago, I painted the picture of Jesus. And people fell in love with it. But they came and said, we need a picture of Satan. And this is the first time I've found somebody who really looks like Satan. Then the captain of the arm robbers, he started weeping loud. I mean, arm robber weeping. He said, more than 20 years ago, I was the boy they painted as Jesus. Today, they are painting me because I look like Satan. The big question in your life is, who are you looking like? As you grow, are you becoming more like the devil or becoming more like Jesus? Look into your life. You were not like this when your mother brought you forth. You were not like this. Everybody came and said, Hey, me, 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 tu, 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 hey, tu, tu, bobby, hey, beautiful baby, hey. But as you grew, your character began to shape you into what you are looking like. And the day you are going to die, you will die as that as looking more like Satan or like Jesus. There's no two ways. There's no two ways. And the choice is yours. That's the sermon I'm preaching this morning. We have been talking about Christian maturity. And now we are on the second to last pillar. It is called perfection in Christ likeness. Perfection in Christ likeness. I want us to read the verse which everybody must remember, memorize, and think about. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 28. Colossians chapter 1 verse 28. Colossians 1.28 Yes. Him we proclaim. Him. Jesus. We proclaim. Warning everyone. Warning everyone. And teaching everyone. Teaching everyone. With all wisdom. In all wisdom. That we may present everyone perfect in Christ. We may present everyone Perfect in Christ. The Bible says a day is coming. Every pastor, every evangelist, every apostle, every prophet, every Bible teacher will be asked to present your people to God. He says, him we preach, warning every man, teaching every man, in all wisdom, so that on that day, we present everyone perfect in Christ. Many church members feel that the pastor must be like Jesus. But for me, I am myself. 
and they sit at the back of the church. When we close, they go home. They don't do anything in the church. They don't want to serve anywhere. There is nothing like that. If you are going to a church and you are not becoming more like Jesus, they are killing you. Him we preach. Warning every man. Teaching everyone in all wisdom until we present everyone Perfect in Christ. I want to bring out three things this morning. Number one, it is easier to be like Jesus than to be like the devil. Why? In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. In the image of God created him man, male and female. Every human being coming onto this earth you have the image of God pasted on your chest. Even if you are a juju man's son, a fetish priest's daughter, if you are a witch's son, the image of God has been stamped onto your chest. The devil never made any man. He cannot create man. Not only that, the Bible reveals that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him. That's Ephesians chapter 1. We are not reading verse 4. But what we are reading is Romans chapter 8 verse 29. It says that those whom God knew in advance, he predestined and decided beforehand that they should resemble his son, Jesus, so that Jesus will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Romans 8.29 Yes. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. God predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Listen. God made dogs to be dogs. God made cows to be cows. God made pigs to be pigs. That's their nature. But God created you in his image and 
before the creation of the world, fashioned you so that you will be like his son. It is more difficult to be bad than to be good because heaven sent you to be good. When you are stealing, when you are lying, when you are cheating, when you are angry and misbehaving, when you are insulting people, when you are jealous, envious, when you are doing your own will, patapa, when you are fearing people's faces and doing the bad thing, when you are proud, Something in you tells you you are wrong. Even if nobody is looking at you, you know what you are doing is wrong. Because it's easier to be like Jesus than to be like the devil. This is why when you die looking like Satan and God puts you inside hell, nobody feels for you. Nobody feels any pity for you. Because everything God can do to help you to be like Jesus, heaven has done. But that's not all. At the beginning of the Christian life, he puts Jesus. First Corinthians 12.3 says, Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. The day you accept Christ and say Jesus is Lord, is God's Spirit who is helping you. First John 5, 11 and 12 says this is eternal life. God gave you eternal life. This life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. And so, if you are a new Christian, God puts Jesus in your front. The first day you come to him. What else does he do? He puts his Holy Spirit inside you. And the work of this Holy Spirit is to change you to become more and more like Jesus. That one we will read it. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, 
just as by the Spirit of the Lord. In the middle of your Christian name is Jesus. The Holy Spirit is changing you. Become more like Jesus. Become more like Jesus. Listen to what is happening. When you are a Christian, you want to take a decision. Left. Left. Go, go left. Walk left. Uh-huh. Left. Yeah. Forward. Forward. Yes. Yes. Right. 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 No, 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 no. Right. Right. No, no, no. Right. 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 Go, go, go. Yes. Uh-huh. 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 No, 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 no. Go forward. Go forward. Stop. 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 Don't move. Until you die. God's spirit is with you, in you, giving instructions, talking, telling you, no, this is how you do it. Hey, you become more, it is more difficult to be like the devil than Jesus. So if you become more like Satan, it means you are deliberately kicking the image of God inside you, rejecting the fact that God predestined that you should be like Jesus, and pushing aside the Holy Spirit. He says, go forward. He said, no, go backwards. He says, stop. He said, no, I'm going to move. He said, go left. He said, no, for me. Until they bury you, you are fighting God's Spirit in you. You know, many people give the impression that to be a Christian is difficult to, <laughs> it's very difficult to be a Christian. Which is easier? If God had made you a Satan, Eh? God put you in his image and you are like this. What, what if he had made you like Satan? In the image of the devil? How will you be? It's more difficult to be like the devil than to be like Jesus. Because the gutter for you to become more like Jesus has been prepared before you were born. But not only that, the Bible says that every morning, God changes you. Let's read it. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. We don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing. Our outward man, eh, this outward man is decaying, is perishing. Yes. Yet the inward man. The inward man, your inside man. Is being renewed day by day. No, I didn't hear that. What, what is it the Bible saying? The inward man. The is, inward man, your inside is being renewed day by day. Wow. Memorize that verse. You need it. He says your inward man is being changed. Not week by week. Day by day. If you go to hell, it's because you like hell. Everything to make you change has been done by heaven. Day by day, heaven changes you inside. 
day by day. Day by day. Day by day. Even when your body is growing old. Right now, look. Last time, uh, Manablo was barbing me and he said, Oh, that's all. Now there, there is no black hair. Oh. You are graying. My outward man is graying. But inside me, day by day, heaven is painting me, refreshing me, renewing me day by day. Now, this brings me to the second part of my sermon. God's standards. Many people, when they read the Bible, even Christians, they tell themselves, oh, nobody can obey this. Who told you? We are going to read about five or ten of the dangerous verses in the Bible which every pastor, when you read it, you have to decide whether you want to agree with the Bible or you bend the Bible. Let's read Matthew 5, 48. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Wow. Wow. Therefore, you shall be perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect, complete, total, 100%. I also say it. When people say, ah, but you didn't know, so I'm not perfect. Nobody can be perfect. The command of the Bible from the mouth of Jesus is, you shall be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. That's the standard. I've told every pastor, if you cannot strive for perfection, leave the job as a pastor. Because God is searching for people who are presented perfect in Christ Jesus. And if you yourself, you are telling yourself, no, nobody can be perfect, then stop the work. You will spoil the work. The second verse is Luke 6, 36. Luke 6, 36. Luke chapter 6, verse 36. Yes. Therefore be merciful, just as your father also is merciful. What I want you to notice there is just as. Just as your father in heaven is merciful, you too be merciful. And if you are not frightened, let's read the third one. First Peter chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. 
First Peter 1, 15 and 16. Yes. But as he who called you is holy. As God who called you is holy. You also be holy in all your conduct. Yeah. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you saying? That I, I, I should be holy as God. We are, we are all sinners. What are you saying? Me, I don't like this kind of thing. All the people go to church, they are all hypocrites. Me, that's why I don't join churches. They are all hypocrites. The Bible is saying, just as your father in heaven is holy, you too be holy. Did he say the pastor should be holy? The elder, women leader, you, you, Millicent, you be holy. Just as your father in heaven is holy. One of my grandchildren has just started walking. He falls about 25 times a day. He gets up, then you walk and then you fall. Then you walk and you fall. Then you walk and fall. And everybody is laughing. But I'm 68 years old now. If I fall five times, ten times a day, they will rush me to the hospital. When you become a Christian, young Christian, you have license to be falling. Get here. Oh, the blood of Jesus. You fall again. You get up. Yes, Moja no. Ah. Then you fall. You get up. Mojanti. Na menyankwa. Then fall. Get up. Wulata. But as you grow, you are to be holy as your father in heaven is holy. First John chapter three, verse three. He says, anybody who hopes that when Jesus comes, you will go with him and be changed. You purify yourself just as Jesus is pure. First John 3, 3. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Do you think we should go on? Ephesians 4, 32 says, forgive one another just as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4.32 And be kind to one another. Yes. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Even as God in Christ forgave you. One of the people I found very difficult to forgive was my mother. My mother divorced my father before I was four years old. And what I went through from my stepmothers. So any time I met my mother, I said, and now, why did you leave Papa? She said, you, you don't understand. Your father, he was a difficult man. Your father, I said, but the other, my stepmothers, 
They stayed with him. If my father is made of iron, those women who stayed with their children, why did they stay? It was after I came to Jesus, I struggled. I wept. And I forgave her. Because of this verse. He says, just as God in Christ forgave you, when people offend you, look on that blood and tell the person, look, I'm struggling, sister. I'm struggling. What you have done, I'm pa- it's paining me. And even as I'm saying this, it's paining me. But because the blood which forgave me, you too, you are free. I forgive you. I remember one of my pastors, he hurt me so deeply that I said, God, I beg you, I'm struggling. So I said, I forgive him. I, in the name of Jesus, I forgive him. Then one day he came to my room. When I saw him, I just started weeping. <laughs> because I, I mean, I have forgiven him, but I'm struggling. Oh, God, forgive me. There are some people who, when they offend you, only Jesus can make you forgive them. But the Bible says, as God in Christ forgave you, you too forgive. So when I forgive my mother, I don't know how she knew. But she came to my house. That was the last time she came before she died. And when my mother died, the church members said, that's not his mother. It's his stepmother. <laughs> because there was no bond between myself and my mother. I went to the funeral. I read the tribute and everything. Part of the package that was given to you as a Christian. And that's my, the last point I want to make. Refocus the camera of your life on becoming more like Jesus. I know women, they are not married. See, Jesus, the only thing I need in life from you is marriage. You have all night, 30 day fast. Jesus, marriage, that's all. Finally, your wedding day arrives. In fact, your wedding dress sweeps half the floor. Then you enter the marriage. Today, Tomorrow, your focus was on Jesus. You were praying for a husband. Now you have a husband. 
the husband has become your focus. You will be on that thing until a divorce, until this. One day you box your the husband's mouth. The next day he also takes two of your teeth out. The next day. Finally, Satan drags both of you to hell. That marriage, when you were not married, you served Jesus. Now you are married. The marriage has killed your spiritual life. Because you have lost focus. Some people, it's your work. The type of work you are doing can kill your spiritual life. If you are working somewhere, you can't have your quiet time. Leave that job. I wanted an amen. What are you about in life? You see? Anything you are doing which is removing your focus from Jesus, stop that. Stop it. And refocus. You see? You see the camera? You, you see the camera? They are moving. When I move here, you see the movie. Uh-huh. This is what we call focus. This is what we call focus. Your life must focus on Jesus or you become Satan. One day, they are searching for somebody who looks like the devil. They come for your picture. Yes. There are some people like that. He said they are looking for a chief for your hometown. Queen mother. And the whole town has voted that you should be queen mother. So, pastor, pastor, actually, I didn't like it, but the whole town says if I don't become queen mother, then uh, there's nobody. Uh, So, pastor, uh, you have to understand. Then you became queen mother. They started pouring libation. Sunday morning, they bring you cases to settle. Then, 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 I don't see you in church. You stop praying. You are not reading your Bible. Finally, Queen Mother, Queen Mother, you go to hell on a palanquin with Queen Mother. Some of the things, there is nothing wrong with them. But, they shift your focus. Some of the friends you have, eh? whenever you meet them, you can't speak in tongues again. Because that kind of friend, when you, when you are in their company, the way they laugh at Jesus, laugh at people who, who are in church, laugh at Christians, you see that that company you are keeping is killing your spiritual life. The books you read. The websites you go to. Some of the songs. Eh? Those of you who are not here for all night. Israel came and demonstrated for us. That some of the people, artists who say they are Christians, they are chanting. They are not singing gospel songs. They are chanting. And, 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 and you like the beat. You see? I say, sing the beat. You yourself, give, which is baby. 
inside it, but you like the beat, then you see that, yeah, yeah. When, when you finish, you can't read your Bible. I want you to refocus your life on Jesus. This is 49 years since I became a Christian. I haven't rested. I tell all church members and my fellow pastors, if any of you think you love Jesus, I too love him. I love him with my soul, my strength, my spirit. I can't remember any year that the year passes and I've not read the Bible through. I've been running, doing everything to, to, to catch this Jesus. But the journey is long. The journey is long. My wife is here in the house. You can ask her. My whole life, I haven't done anything on this earth except Jesus. That's all I live for. I drink. I think about my whole personality. But the journey is long. A lot of Christians who are now no longer running. They are jogging. Oh, me, I've been a Christian for 10 years, 20 years. Oh, all this Christianity. <laughs> me, I've seen everything. Have you? Have you? You haven't seen anything? You are not like Jesus. You haven't seen anything. Any Christian who says he's mature, I challenge you all over the earth. If you are not like Jesus, you are not mature. Because the most mature Christian is Jesus Christ. That's the standard. And for the whole of this month, we are going to bring the focus back to growing, becoming more like Jesus. The things which make you become more like Jesus. How to measure yourself against Jesus. And ask yourself, will Jesus do this? Will Jesus dress this way? Will Jesus sing this song? Will will, will Jesus speak like this? Is this the kind of book Jesus will read? Amen. Now, Because of our program today, I don't want us to have an extended prayer time. I just want everybody to run with what Paul said in Philippians 1.21. He said, for me, to live is Christ. To die is gain. You know your focus. Shift everything in your life back to the focus on Jesus. Put him first. In fact, put him second and third. Because on the way, the third position, people wrestle it out from Jesus. You can give it up. 
Second position too. People wrestle it out. You can give it. But the first position. Don't give that one out. Whatever it costs you. Hold it until you die. Because when we see Jesus, we shall be like him. Shall we be on our feet? Follow JFK Mensa Ministries on Facebook and YouTube and invite others to listen to his podcast. You can also access some of JFK Mensa's books and keep up with his ministry at www.jfkmensaministries.org. God bless you.